Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Breakfast Briefing for Thursday, the 26th of May, 2022. My name is Chris Conway, filling in for Henry Jennings, who's off with Equity Mates this morning doing a recording, which no doubt you will see later. Before we get to the fun stuff, a quick look at the disclaimer. It essentially says that this presentation is general in nature only, and that before acting, you should take into account your personal financial circumstances. If you would like to read the disclaimer in full, please pause the video now. All right, a quick wrap of what happened overnight. We saw the Dow Jones up 192 points. The broader S&P 500 was up almost 1%. And the NASDAQ was the best in show with tech stocks rebounding up 1.51%. Snap uh, had a good session overnight after falling more than 40% in the session prior. Our SPY futures are up 13 points, almost two tenths of a percent. The VIX pulled back a little bit. Oil price up around half a percent. Gold up, uh, sorry, down 1%. Iron ore up two tenths of a percent and little movement on the Aussie dollar. That is a chart of the S&P 500 overnight. We can see that the, for the first two thirds of the session, the index really didn't do too much and then rallied thereafter before a modest pullback into the close. But really a fairly directionless, uh, volatile session with no clear direction in play. To the major stories, as I was just saying, stocks climbing a volatile session after the Fed minutes. The Fed minutes didn't really add all that much to the conversation, or although the market took them positively, there had been some concern building that the Fed was going to be too aggressive and potentially derail the economy. And by too aggressive, I mean raising by 75 basis points and or hiking more quickly and more frequently than expected by front-loading the, the hikes. Uh, the, the commentary overnight was more along the lines of that they'll stick to the current plan of 50 basis point hikes at the next two meetings, and then they'll very much be driven by the data thereafter. So the market taking some solace in that outcome. The Chinese economy worse off in some ways than 2020, according to the Chinese Premier. Panetta saying that the ECB policy normalization will be gradual and should not be equated with getting rates back to neutral. The ECB warning of financial stability conditions deteriorating in their financial stability report. Also, the ECB's sudden pivot towards a more aggressive tightening stance reflecting concerns inflation may be more persistent than earlier thought. That, of course, is a theme that has been visited on most, visited on most central banks around the world. Of course, it was the Fed, I believe, at the December meeting minutes where they realized that the uh, inflation genie was well and truly out of the bottle and they needed to get a hurry up. Uh, hurry on, I should say, in terms of trying to stuff it back into the bottle. China seen missing its growth target as analysts see Beijing emphasizing COVID zero and jobs goals. Of course, the lockdowns in China are having a significant impact on supply chains uh, and on their growth ambitions. German consumer confidence stabilizing at weak levels. European Commission President ruling out EU-wide agreement on banning Russian oil imports at next week's European Council Summit and EU leaders seeking solutions to the food crisis provoked by the Ukraine war. What to expect today? A positive open for the SPY, as we talked about, up 13 points. And of course, the FOMC meeting minutes were digested positively overnight, already covered both of those points. Slightly muted direction for energy and miners with oil and iron ore a little changed. Fisher & Paykel has an investor day. Four-year results were released yesterday. Champion Iron has fourth quarter earnings. The ABS has business investment data, detailed jobs data, and a business survey. All eyes will be on the second GDP reading for the US. The advanced reading showed that 
The US economy contracted by 1.4% at the last read following a solid 6.9% I should say expansion in the December quarter, that of course being an annualized number. The release is expected to fuel more conversation on recession and stagflation concerns. All right, to the question of the day, uh, it's revisiting an old one, but it's always interesting to understand what people are doing out there and how they are shaping their approach to the market. What type of investor and or trader are you? Short-term, long-term, value, deep value, growth, hyper-growth, income trading, investing, technical, fundamental, long-short, or do you just buy stocks that go up? Always interested to hear everyone's thoughts. All right, team, that wraps it up. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. I look forward to talking to you next time when uh, Henry is away. Until then, please take care.